Welcome to the Tilted Halo. This is a new podcast and it's for anybody who's a woman in ministry. You might be a pastor like myself, a bishop, a priest, a rabbi, music minister, elder, children's minister, whatever your title is, you're absolutely in the right place. Especially if you're someone who loves your ministry and you're doing it well and you're feeling pressure to sometimes be perfect and deep down inside, you know you're not. And how in the world to deal with that? And men, you're absolutely welcome here too because this is about ministry and the same thing can happen to you. So you're all in the right place. Let's get started with the show. Going it alone versus working together. Well, let's go all the way back to Genesis and see what happens with that one. First chapter, second chapter, we have the stories of creation common to Christianity, Islam, Judaism. All three refer to those, that creation story and narrative. And in Genesis 1 and 2, and in both cases, it, the story goes that uh, it comes to the point where man in Genesis 2 is created and God realizes that it's not good for man to be alone. And that doesn't necessarily refer to having a mate for procreation, but to be part of a community. And man there, Adam, is the Hebrew word for humankind. So we're meant to be in community. Going it alone produces some problems. And um, I've referred it at other times to the work of Sean Acor, uh, S-H-A-W-N, and his last name is A-C-H-O-R, in the book Big Potential. And on page 63, he writes, uh, there are three hidden costs to trying to be the brightest star shining alone. Loneliness, loss of meaning, and eventual burnout. All of those can be problems for us as human beings. and especially in ministry. Every time we try to go it alone, we end up being trying to be the shining star. And um, those are the times where our halo gets really tilted because we can't be everything. And it can be very lonely in ministry. That's one of the um, major issues that I hear people talk about is that because of the nature of ministry, there's so much we can't share with other people. We can't talk about the people who come to us. We can't talk about the problems in the congregation. And because there's often seen to be competition between pastors and congregation, we don't even go to other faith leaders within our community. And sometimes that's true of the people in the congregation who are also leaders, but especially for those of us who are professionals in that role. And it's hard to say, I'm lonely in a group like that. It's hard to say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Uh, what, what can you help me with? I need help. Oh, that's tough for a lot of faith leaders, a lot of clergy to say that they need help. And that's because we're trying to do it all alone. We are not meant to do it alone. Loneliness is a big issue 
amongst a lot of faith leaders, a lot of pastors, priests, rabbis, and imams. And when we try to do it all alone and we get so busy and so wrapped up in everything else, and the loneliness gets set in, which can also lead to depression, and we lose track of why, the meaning, what we're doing, why we're doing it, why we're sharing the message, why we go through and do all of the things we do. And when we lose that meaning, it's hard to convey it to anybody else. It's hard to convey to somebody else the meaning of God's love and God's faith when we're feeling isolated, when we're feeling alone. And then that leads to what's typically called burnout, feeling which in some ways is kind of a state of depression. Um, it might can be considered that at times, but just feeling totally exhausted and used up can't do this anymore, don't want to do this anymore. And burnout comes because we have lost our meaning and are trying to do way too much alone. So the remedy for all of this is to be together. One of my mentors over the years has the saying, we're better together. And that's uh, Jay Fazette, but he does stuff with the online community and um, with uh, people doing affiliate types of marketing and things like that. And to do to be affiliates, we have to be together, to be affiliated with one another to help promote each other's products and services. That's great in the online setting, but it's also true for us in ministry. We are better together, not just as a single faith community, but as sharing with other leaders within a larger community, as sharing with other congregations. And I've talked about this in other uh, episodes of the Tilted Halo about joining together for uh, extended ministry, for helping things in the larger community. And it's so beautiful when those kinds of things happen. Uh, I know of a congregation near where I live currently that every um, every year puts on a big production about the life of Jesus. And they do it basically individually, but then invite the whole community to come to this as performances of this over uh, a period of time. Uh, I think it's usually before Christmas that they do this, and uh, ending perhaps with the birth narrative. I, I have not seen it, so I can't say for sure on that. But uh, they they do this as a community wide ministry, and I hope that they involve people from the broader community in being part of the cast and the crew for this. Uh, when I did my internship. Way many years ago out in North Dakota, uh, every Christmas time, they produced Handel's Messiah. And it was held in the congregation where I was serving because they had a big space. They had a great organ and an organist and who could do this and handle the music. 
but they brought in people from all over the community, uh, singers and uh, instrumentalists and other people from way beyond the congregation where I was serving. And so it became a community project in using the space in the congregation where I was serving. And it was a beautiful thing to be part of, to share in, and to see the coming together of the community to be able to do something like that. We are definitely better together. We need to be able to remember that in so many different ways. Uh, We can help each other in many different settings, many different possibilities along the way. Um, You know, if, if there's an emergency that's bigger than one congregation, typically others come in and help. But why wait till there's an emergency? Why not join together to look at some of the ongoing needs in your community? Why not join together to work on a a project within your own community, within your own faith community, and tap into some of the resources and the people from outside of your congregation who might have gifts and skills and abilities to help you with that. We are definitely better together. We are designed uh, to be uh, community-gathering individuals. We're human beings don't, well, I shouldn't say don't. There are a few human beings who can live the ascetic life and be totally solitary and isolated. But we also know that one of the greatest punishments we can give someone is to put them in in solitary confinement. And that's because we're not designed to be alone, to be isolated, to be outside of contact with other human beings. We are community, communal animals, human beings, and Uh, Being human means to be interconnected with other people. And it means to share in the projects, to be a part of things together. So think about this. How can you build something that helps create a way to network with other faith leaders? to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah, we can get on LinkedIn and get together with people that way. I have a great community on LinkedIn. I invite any of you to come and join me on that and to work together on things, to be able to talk to each other. And yeah, there's a possibility of some kind of anonymity. There's distance. We're not necessarily right together. If if that's something that's important to you, uh, that can be there on social media. But it also creates the possibility of understanding and people coming together uh, for something like a mastermind, where It's not just one person's idea. It's everybody contributing to the things. One person may have the idea, it may be for their congregation, but they get input from other people. They get ideas, they get uh, 
suggestions about what to do, who else to bring in on a project. The, the other people in the mastermind contribute to each other in many different ways. That's a beautiful thing to have a mastermind. Think about a mastermind for ministry. What's possible? Sean Aker in his book that I've been talking about here says that our potential is described by the, by the people we gather around us. If we don't gather many people around us, that means the potential is going to be very limited. But if we gather people around us who are creative, who have insights, who have knowledge that differs from us, not just the same, uh, I, you know, opinions and greater schooling and things, that's what gets the potential going. That's what brings an idea to life so that it can live and grow and have a great deal of, um, not only have legs, yes, but it can, it can become something very beautiful. So what is your potential? Who are the people around you? Who do you surround yourself with? Who are the five people that are closest to you? Um, who are the next circle out? Who are these people and are they just like you? Are they people who have all the same opinions as you do? If so, it's time to bake that circle bigger. Join together with other people who have different skills, different ideas, uh, different perspectives to bring into the mix. Because that's where your potential is. That's what it means to be better together and expand. Expand what's possible. So sit down and write out, who are the five people that you're closest to? What do they bring to the table that's different from who you are? How can you expand that circle and bring in others to be and join together with you? So think about that as, you know, multiply your resources by collaborating. It's, it's not an addition process. If you think about mathematics, it's a multiplication. The more people we bring in and the more ideas we bring in, we exponentially raise the possibilities and it expands not just linearly, but exponentially, meaning it blossoms into something bigger. Think about that and see who's there and what that means to you and your potential and to what you can do and what you can bring to ministry. You don't have to go it alone. Uh, I've talked about being a lone ranger before, and this is another way of saying you don't have to do that. In fact, that's not how God created you or me or anyone else to be. So until the next time, God's peace and God's blessings from me, the Tilted Halo, and come back for another show next week. You have been listening to Tilted Halo with me, Kathleen Panning. What did you think about this episode? I'd really like to hear from you. Leave me some comments. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this episode. And catch another upcoming episode for more conversation on ministry, life, mindset, and a whole lot more. Go to www.tiltedhalohelp.com 
where I've got a resource guide and other resources waiting for you. And be sure to say hi to me, Kathleen Panning, on LinkedIn. See you on the next episode.